0: Hey, Jason. Hey, hey Miles. Before you start the show, I want to remind everyone that they can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Coffee Cafe Podcast yeah. and Twitter as Coffee Cafe Dads. So let me get this straight. So
1: on Facebook and Instagram as Coffee Cafe Podcast and Twitter as Coffee Cafe Dads. That's right. Oh, that's cool. It's nice of you to remind everyone. I
0: read a good script, Jason.
1: <laughs> well, that's great. So let's go off script and maybe we should just start the show. Sounds good. All right, here we go. Hello, everyone. And hello, Miles. What's up, Jason? Today we're at Steampunk Coffee Bar and Kitchen. If you know what a Steampunk is, when you walk in, it all makes sense. The place is retro-eclectic, but in a great way. Not only that, it's inviting, the people are lovely, and the food menu is amazing. And their coffee menu? Holy Steampunk, Miles! (laughs) But how does it taste? I'm ready to find out. This is another edition of Coffee (laughs) Café. Welcome. We are two work from home dads who for over a year have been getting together once a week to find the best coffee around. It's our meeting at the water cooler, a chance to have some great coffee and conversation. And to follow some
0: rules. Yes, the rules. No national chains. Yes. That's more than just drip. It's gotta be in the Burbank or surrounding areas. Noho, Glendale-ish. <laughs> That's right. We can only visit the coffee shop once per year on official business. That's right. An <laughs> infinite number of times on non-official <laughs> business. But why didn't we do that?
1: And we pick their best brew and decide if it's worthy, and we share what we discover with you. It's an inside look to coffee houses you've probably never heard of, and some you have, so you can go out and try the best in town. What to get, and which to avoid. So, Miles, tell us where we are today.
0: We're at Steampunk Coffee Bar and Kitchen. From a listener recommendation, it's at 12526 Burbank Boulevard, Valley Village. Right across from the Scientology church.
1: Oh, I didn't notice that. Scientology
0: building. Look at there, yeah. Did you feel it?
1: (laughs) No, I didn't. But there's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. If you say so. I do, I do. I don't know. Well, you know, steampunk, this is an interesting place. Uh, this is a listener recommendation, as you said, and uh, we appreciate, by the way, because sometimes we don't see these coffee shops. And uh, it's you walk in, if you don't know what steampunk is, you kind of start to figure it out. By do you know looking, what steampunk is? Well, I didn't before, but I do now.
0: A genre of science fiction that has a historical setting and typically features steam powered machinery. Rather than advanced technology.
1: That's right. I understand that it's got its, its own genre, its own design aesthetic, and its own philosophy. Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's cool. You walk in and it's cool, hip vibe. Take it from us. Yeah, Yes, because we're the people to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not so odd you feel out of place. It's just... No, it's not that cool. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, it's it's definitely inviting. And you can bring kids here. As a matter of fact, we brought a kid today. Uh, yeah. We found him I, outside. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, your no, your my son, son came. came. That's yeah. right. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And so uh, there's a big menu here, Miles, which is what people talk about. It's very eclectic along with the, the look and the feel. The menu kind of matches, right? Yeah,
0: it does. They have a lot of food. They have good brunch food. Yeah. Lunch uh, food. Home
1: local cooking is how they describe it. And, of course, they have coffee here. What is the bean that they use here? Sir Owlvericks. Sir Owlvericks. There's an owl on the front. Owl is an owl. Hoo-hoo, yeah. owl. Okay, so Sir Owlvericks, and uh, it's an Anaheim-based roaster, right? That's they? what they said, yeah. Yeah, and they have um, a specific roast done for steampunk, right?
0: And it's Yeah, I mean, I think it was, uh, they make drip coffee out of it, but they I think they said it was best for espresso drinks. So they have, like, your standard, uh, espresso menu, mm-hmm. like cappuccino, latte, and everything. And then they have these sugar infused Cuban drinks. Right. The Cubano, the Habana, and then the Lucky Luciano. I got the uh, Habana, which is the macchiato sugar infused. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Yeah, is it? I mean, it's like got that sweet. Cuban flavor that you always uh, talk about, <laughs> how it's supposed to be done, right. and it's like it was really sweet, but also I didn't think it was too sweet. You know, it's good. It's nice to indulge in the in the sweet drinks. Oh, of course,
1: absolutely. And uh, I got the uh, Lucky Luciano or Luciano. But here's the thing, Miles. This is they say it's a Cuban menu there. That's these these specialty drinks, but Luciano is not Cuban, <laughs> and you could say it Luciano, but it's obviously Luciano. So I don't know how it snuck in there. Who is
0: Lucky Luciano? I don't know. I,
1: I, I have no clue, but no, he's,
0: yeah, that, I shouldn't. I feel like we should know this name. This y- is uh, he's like a mobster. Oh, really? Right. Let's right. look him up. All right. Let's look him up.
1: We interrupt this
0: podcast for a quick Internet break. <laughs> Charles Lucky Luciano was an uh, Italian-American mobster and crime boss. He's considered the father of modern organized crime in the United States for the establishment of the first commission.
1: Oh, so fantastic. Go so to <laughs>
0: Wikipedia. Here's his occupation. Crime lord, gangster, bootlegger, prostitution, drug trafficking, gambler, pimp, extortionist, racketeering. <laughs> oh, that's that's quite a resume right there. Well,
1: and why not name a drink after him? I
0: always. Well, say- here's the thing: if he was doing rum running, <laughs> yeah, then he was probably in Cuba doing it, right? Uh, true, that could be it. Well,
1: you know, sure, that's a, an export of Cuba, sure. Yeah. Well, regardless, there's no rum in my drink. The Lucky Luciano is an Americano, and they don't have the sugar infused in it. It's they pour brown sugar on top of it and then kind of let it fall to the bottom and it gets sweet as it goes. It's different. Um, I've never had an Americano with sugar in it before. But you know, I guess Luciano liked his sugar, man. <laughs> And rum, and, and rum. racketeering, and prostitution. <laughs> but before we rate these coffees, Miles, you uh, had actually called me up the yesterday and said, "Hey, you know, I got this great idea. Why don't you tell everybody this great idea that you came up
0: with?" Oh, it's an awesome idea. Jason. I think it's
1: fantastic. Go you ahead. know, all
0: those nights you you read books to your to your child. Yeah. And then you know, there's some that are just <laughs> bad. You hate to read. <laughs> For one reason or another, and they're almost like comically bad, right? right. And then there's some that are just fine, but then there's always something about them that just kind of bugs you. You know, I, I. of the hundreds of books that we've read, I'm sure we can pick out some that are pretty bad that shouldn't have ever made it past the editor (laughs) and some that are like maybe classics, but then you look at them and you're like, well, this is unusual.
1: So this is essentially what we're starting here now, Miles, officially, this would be like the Miles book club. Is that what you're saying?
0: Yeah, that's right. We have a little book club on here. (laughs) The
1: book club, not the books that you love, but books that that you hate. hate. (laughs) hate to read to your kids (laughs) this is great so tell me what what uh what books have you uh, picked out because i'm really interested to see where this goes
0: well yeah you know i i kind of came up with a combination of books that i hate to read and Uh ones that i don't mind reading but that i i look at and i just have like some major plot issues with (laughs) oh (laughs) plot issues or other right all
1: right sure so
0: i so here's mine well i think that uh books that have bad rhyming that are awkward, that don't flow, is one. And a good example of that are, it seems like there was a few Cat in the Hat books where it seems like they bought the Cat in the Hat (laughs) character Uh in order to explain things like uh how to grow plants
1: well, no. <laughs> wait a second you're gonna make fun of cat in the hat oh, this yeah is, this, I am. Is, uh, this is crushing okay it
0: clearly was not written by dr seuss oh, okay. it was just they they took the character so this book is oh say can you seed
1: oh, say- oh all right well yes. that's a cute little title it's
0: cute and it's yeah. a basically a biology book that rhymes oh but the biology is like how to you know how to grow plants uh-huh. how seeds work uh-huh. And everything is very awkwardly rhymed. They rhyme like photosynthesis with something. Oh, no, you got to
1: read something. You... Give me an example of what you think would be the highlight of Oh
0: Say Can You Seed Dr. Seuss book. Well, here's one thing rhyming the same word with each other. That's cheating. Yeah. Thing two calls the part above ground of the shoot system. Thing one calls the part underground of the root system.
1: Uh, system that's well, kinda...
0: shoot and root, though, but yeah, I, guess, I guess, all so. right,
1: That's right, you're, you're pushing it, but I'll, I'll go with you there. All
0: right. So the whole bug is is like trying to pick your way through these rhymes, right? Yeah. But the thing that all leaves have in common is this. They make their own food by photosynthesis. <laughs> Yeah, that's... It's that the but, whole time. I guess
1: to the author's defense, though, how the heck do you rhyme any... R- you don't. You just r- write r- a book about seeds
0: <laughs> and leave the cat in the hat out of it. My next one yeah. is Curious George. Like,
1: Oh, yeah, Curious George. You know, sure, sure, yeah. I love those Curious George books. They're fun.
0: It's almost... And I don't even mind them that much. They're, yeah. like, relatively short. Yeah. The thing that always gets me every time... There's two things... The monkey is always in some food, like <laughs> getting covered in pizza dough, getting covered in pancake batter, uh-huh. and then they eat the food afterwards. <laughs> so, he's like loose at a chocolate factory and he's just handling chocolates. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh yeah, the monkey is handling our food. So you
1: have a problem with the monkey <laughs> handling food, that's great. There's
0: just a huge. it's so many of them about food and then no one has any problem uh-huh. just eating whatever the monkey touched. <laughs> All good. No problem Well, there. I don't
1: think Curious George uh, flings his poop in the book, does he? No, I don't think he does that.
0: <laughs> no, he also doesn't wash his hands. He doesn't <laughs> fling his poop in the book, but you can assume he flings it, you know, yeah. offline. Sure, uh uh-huh comes and gets in your pancake batter and then you eat the pancakes. Yeah. I don't think so. No. And then what's up with the the man with the yellow hat every single Yeah. I mean people lose track of monkeys in in these books like like it's just normal. Like, oh yeah, monkey came to my birthday party and we're all in one room. Where's the monkey? I don't know. He's like he's doing something. You're like you can lose track of him for a half an hour. Yeah. Uh, Who knows? I don't know. He was here a second ago. I just don't know where he is oh, right look, now. Oh, look, he's got the zoo. Or, or look, he went missing. He's in the house somewhere. I don't, the, I don't. Just leave him alone. He's at the, he's the coffee fine. shop. <laughs> <laughs> or we have food in the other room, but I'm sure everything's fine. <laughs> you don't like monkeys, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. I love monkeys. Okay. The Berenstain Bears. There are like a few different distinct like versions of the Berenstain Bears. The the early ones are like these rhymes where like Papa Bear's a buffoon sort of, but they're not they're not all that bad. Right. And the middle ones are like the typical ones. I think that most of us remember you learn about this, you learn about that. Mm -hmm. I liked listening to those as a kid. Man, they're so tedious to, to read now because they're just long and right you know isn't it
1: true though when you read those kind of books that are long and you're not into it you find yourself yawning an awful lot right I'm, i I, yeah. I i constantly it's like oh <laughs> you know I'm yawning halfway through a sentence and yeah. it's
0: constant yawning yawning because it's like oh my gosh how can i keep reading this <laughs> and then my last thing oh you have one more All right. i got one more the three, the billy goats gruff, you know oh, that story?
1: The, uh, I don't know if I remember. It's like a one.
0: big billy goat, small, medium, and a small. Uh-huh. And they're brothers. Yeah. And they need to cross a bridge to go get some food on the other side in the meadow. Oh. And there's a troll on the bridge. And so they need to figure out how to get to the other side. Uh-huh. And the strategy that they choose is so the big one's big enough that he can just go and ram the troll off the bridge into uh-huh. the river below. Okay, right? Right. But instead they decided, they're like, no, uh, Little guy, why don't you go first? Oh, well, that yeah. makes perfect
1: sense. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and see what happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, I just, the big one's just sitting on the other side. No, you go. Yeah. And uh-huh, uh-huh. he goes and, and, you know, he has to tell the troll, oh, no, my brother's like bigger and stronger and and more delicious. You should wait for him. Oh. Then the medium one goes. He's terrified, too. The, the big one just sits there on the other side. And the big one goes third and knocks him off the bridge. Oh. am my like, kids... What would we do in this situation? <laughs> Who goes first on the bridge? <laughs> Why not knock the troll off first? But, story like. What is the point of that story anyway? Really? I don't know. <laughs> and they think it's being clever to like say, oh, my big and tasty brother's coming next. I but see. you know what's even more clever? What's that? Get, send the big one first. <laughs> Well, I guess it wouldn't be that
1: much of a book. What so, do you got? Uh, what do I have? I'll tell you, in this Miles Book Club, it was uh, not difficult for me to find stuff, and I'll tell you why. is because we have a million books that don't seem to go away. You, you know, as your kid gets older, you think, hey, we can get rid of some books, donate them, yeah. you know, give them to some other kids that could use them, whatever. But he, he refuses to give them up, you know, all of them. And, and then, to boot, when we try to get rid of them, he'll ask us to read some of these classics Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like oh really but these are baby books but I want to hear them just to make the point that there's a reason he didn't want to get rid of the books so uh that said I brought some that are still fun to read <laughs> after uh, my eight-year-old and these we didn't like to read when he was uh, at age for these uh, but he asks us to read them now and this one's called the uh, noisy peekaboo vroom vroom <laughs> You read that now? Well, I've read it recently. No, oh, he's just trying to make a point. <laughs> exactly. And, but how many times can you read this? And this is one of those books that, you know, uh, you open up and and the baby can't find something, and you look underneath the little flaps. Ooh, Wait, how look. do the
0: flaps? How are they still so, on there? <laughs> I have to get rid of my Peekaboo yeah, books because I'm, the flaps get torn off. No, no,
1: these are well kept. He never tore them off. Oh, I gotta show you my Peekaboo books. <laughs> Oh, good. Uh, but you know, this one, like for instance, that baby can't find big dump truck. Where is it? Let's look. Is it behind the yellow hat? Is it behind the under the wooden toolbox? Is it behind the tower box? Is it under the striped bucket? And every time you lift up is no, no. But if it's under the striped bucket, you open up and yes, there's the big dump truck peekaboo. You know, and it's like you go through this whole book and you're t- reading it to a seven, eight year old kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know there's something wrong with that but he 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 still enjoys this it. kind of funny but really how many hey, times math can you is read this thing, this thing right that's math is right. <laughs> Yeah,
0: this is. They gotta keep saying that. Literature, you gotta work on. (laughs) And
1: it's just like this second book that I brought here. This is called uh, Play a Sound Race Car. This is another one that he refuses to let go of, uh, which is one of these books that uh, you read along and there's a steering wheel. You know, this is why we got the book because it's got a steering wheel that you can drive. it's like a video game book. Yeah, and 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 then you press buttons as you go along in the book. Oh yeah, you know, and, and it's it's fun the first time, right? But when he was a kid, it was it was torture to read this to him because when he was younger, because you'd have to wait for him to hit the button before he would let you move on. And sometimes that would take, you know, because he'd get so carried away with all the pictures, he'd be like a squirrel, you know, and look over at the picture. No, oh, no, son, hit the button so we can keep reading. It took forever to read what is probably four pages of book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever skip pages? Like, oh, uh, absolutely. you grab three at a time? Oh, yeah, can... yeah. That's the old, the old used... magician's trick. That's right.
1: <laughs> I brought a couple more here, Miles, and this is more recent.
0: Uh, have you ever heard of uh, Captain Underpants? I've heard of him. He's making an appearance in my house lately. Oh,
1: really? Yeah. As your kids dressed up as Captain Underpants or just the books are making an appearance?
0: Just the, I, we, I, there's been a book here.
1: Oh, okay. Well, Captain Underpants, uh, if you've seen the movie, I don't know if you've have you seen mm. the movie. The movie, actually, because we had read the books before the movie, and my wife and I were like, oh man, we don't want to see these. And let me tell you why. Uh, Harold and George are the two main characters in these Captain Underpants books. And uh, they're, they're really bad kids, Miles. <laughs> oh,
0: really? I
1: mean, they're like, they're troublemakers. They, they're pranksters. They lie a lot. I mean, it's all the things you try to work on teaching your kids not to do. Uh, they do, and you're reading the book on how to do it and get away with it. Great. <laughs>
0: I'm going to have to take a look at this then.
1: <laughs> but when we saw the movie, my wife and I were like, oh, man, we're, we're really walking into a trap here. But they were smart. The writers of the movie realized, yeah, we can't do what the book does. Let's make them good guys. And they did, and they found a way around it. So the movie was quite enjoyable. But what was the it, books are trouble? The books are terrible right, I'm going to take a look at this Yeah. I, you know, if you want to teach your kid how to lie and get away with it, this is the book for you. Read about their secrets. All right. <laughs> now, let me give you my last one. That one looks big. This is, a, yeah, it's a big book. This is called Lego Ninjago Masters of Spinjitzu Secret World of the Ninja. Now, that sounds pretty exciting, right? It does. Uh, yeah. And you
0: know what's funny is that I we watched that show. And I kind of know what that means. Okay, of.
1: so there you go. And they've made movies. And they're, they're fun movies, the uh, the Lego Ninjago guys. But, Miles, this is a book um, kind of designed to sell you
0: Legos. <laughs> so <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yes. I feel like Earth is designed to sell me Legos. Well, so, days.
1: you know, as you are reading this, you realize, no, this is not a book. This is not a storybook. This is a, a commercial advertisement for Legos. And so, you're, you know, it it tells you about the character and then it tells you all the cool things that the character does and uh and at the same time it shows you the legos that you can get to make
0: this (laughs) that's so crafty (laughs) and you know just by set number a ninety-seven eighty-two. well
1: no and and you know it goes through each every character and it's like reading the box of of the legos you know it says uh bonsai bonsai's vehicles inventions keep the skeletons on the move toward their next target Chopov, this menacing mechanic uses his simple tools to repair vehicles and slashes enemies down to size there's no story here miles it's it's just one constant advertisement to buy more ninjago and guess what it works yeah. <laughs>
0: I bet it does. I got to say, this might, you might disagree. I feel like we're getting close with the star Wars stuff too. I feel like we're crossing a line. We're, we're getting a little too, uh, cavalier about, you know, Oh, it's so cool that star Wars is everywhere. But like, My son has a pair of uh, of some pajamas, and it's Darth Vader, St. Patrick's Day pajamas. Uh And so it's like green shamrocks next to these green outline (laughs) Darth (laughs) Vader. Wait a second. Yeah, I know. And I feel like we've maybe crossed the line. No, no,
1: that's definitely crossing the line.
0: I'm just saying, everyone's super excited about Star Wars. Yeah. But we're on an unsustainable trajectory with all this stuff.
1: You're probably right. And regardless, you should. See, uh, this is a plug. We're not
0: paying, getting paid by the, the studio to plug yet. this yet. It's only a matter of time. That's right. When they see our so numbers. much Star Wars money. Are you guys listening? <laughs> Legos or Star Wars? <laughs> Well, we've shot the Legos already. Uh, we're not yeah. getting paid by that. No, it's too late. We're, that, that ship has sailed, buddy. That ship
1: has sailed. So, uh, Miles, we're still here at Steampunk Coffee Bar and Kitchen. And, Miles, thanks for the, uh, the Miles Book Club of the year. I really enjoyed that. But uh, now is the time of the show uh, where we rate our coffees from 1 to 10,
0: uh, 10 being the best, of course. So, Miles, what did you have and what do you think? So I had, at first, I had the the Habana, which was like a macchiato, the sugar-infused macchiato. Yeah. I really liked that one. I thought it was sweet. Uh, and it went well with, I think with the beans, uh, I, I enjoyed them. I, you know, I'd give it probably like an eight. Oh, wow. I drank it really fast. I needed some caffeine this morning. <laughs> then I went back yeah. and I got a, uh, drip coffee. And the drip coffee is using their Sir Alverick's beans. Sir Alverick beans. Right. Yeah. And you know what? I had gotten a bag of these beans at some point before for the house. I had seen it at the local store. Yeah. It's roasted a little too much for me. It's more bitter than I, than I tend to like. Uh-huh a little over roasted I didn't enjoy the coffee as much just cause of the bitterness yeah. so lower than eight. Well, so a lower than an eight would be a seven if or If I put six. more sugar, yeah, sure. All right. Five, I guess. Oh, I do right. so
1: That's interesting that you say that about the beans, because I had the uh, Lucky Luciano, which is uh, an Americano with some sugar in it.
0: Little a, yeah, a little racketeering. <laughs> a, a little bit of a sprinkle gambling.
1: of rum in there, too, maybe. No. It's funny that you talk about the beans being on the burnt and bitter side. That's exactly what this tastes like. You know, an is Americano right? is basically espresso with some water in there to make it kind of an American color coffee so to speak it tastes bitter and it tastes burnt it almost tastes uh at like Starbucks
0: coffee <laughs> yeah it needs a lot of sugar I think to, but, to balance it. yeah out.
1: and here's the thing with this one while there is sugar in there there's not enough to uh. hide the flavors which is why I guess you enjoyed the your first Havana drink you know for me I wouldn't order this again because I'm not enjoying it I would give this a four honestly uh maybe it's just this specific one that they made for me that moment i'm sure that i'm glad you enjoyed your other drink with the sugar in it because it helps i guess the flavors but the beans themselves because you can really taste it it's just not working for me on this one i hope to come back again and uh and try something different to see how everything else is but i can tell you that their food is extraordinary yeah The, the people here are very nice the space itself is huge, so you can bring some friends over, enjoy your time there. They've got get board some food. games there. At they the have front. All, all kinds of things. It's very eclectic, and it's, but it's fun. Uh, Family-friendly, I would say, too. And overall, the experience is great. They do have other drinks there that you can try, and I'm sure you'll enjoy. And that's pretty much all we have to say about Steampunk Coffee Bar and Kitchen. And some books. And some books. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you enjoyed our coffee podcast. And if you did, please subscribe and share it with your friends, too. And if you have any questions or an idea for the show or a place that you want us to go visit, let us know. You can hit us up on Facebook and Instagram as Coffee Cafe Podcast or as Twitter as Coffee Cafe Dads. Thanks again for listening. And remember, we're here to hunt for the best coffee around so you don't have to. Until next week, enjoy the brew. See you, Miles. Later, Jason.